Four improvisers have chosen to don their cloaks, brandish their sabers, and speak in terrible accents for your entertainment. Pass the Doritos, grab your dice, and go on a quest with Des Moines' best comedians as they do all of those things in... Des Moines and Dragons! Perfect. Great way to start. Welcome, everyone, to Des Moines and Dragons. I'm your dungeon master and host, Paul Privateera. With me, as always, is my beautiful, loquacious, gray cast. Gray. gray. Seeing everything in black and white tones right now. Uh, So we're going to check in with them and see what everybody's been up to, and then we'll get right into the episode. To my right, Jason Monroe. What's shaking, Bacon? Ooh. Not much. Um... Just kind of enjoying the morning with my friends. Um, and the big thing is uh, we're, I'd say, we're real close to having the Super Chief album uh, finished Ooh. and mixed. Rad. Um, so on target for our release, which would be August 31st at Woolies. Um, we'll all be there. Yep, we'll go. It's, uh, it's uh, going to be a big show. going to be a really big show. It's going to be a really big um, show. Yeah, I mean, that's really from the perspective of creativity time. That's been pretty much the focus for the last few weeks since our last session. Other than that, um, just been ramping up for some Red Wake. Yeah, we're going to get some... I, this episode, we're going to really look at... Orzok in maybe a different light that we've all we've all known it was there, but I, I am going to guess that we're going to really see it today. So my question to you then, Orzok, if a statue was erected of Orzok and Ooh. he was chiseled out of marble, what would he what would the statue look like? Um well, what would he be posed as? Okay. First off, they just have to stuff his body because he's already chiseled out of fucking marble. Yeah, he's <laughs> glistening. He's just glistening. Why is it always wet? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> what would he be doing? That's a really interesting question because there's a lot of things in his past that haven't been illustrated in this show. Mm-hmm. And I think to represent the concept of who he's become, he'd probably be standing with his sword above his head where you can see the chain from or uh more more sank prison mm-hmm. hanging off of his off of his arm mm-hmm. and you'd see his other arm behind him to his left you know kind of bent by his waist and the chain would be hanging and he may look probably <laughs> in like beggar's clothes but like a free man raising his weapon above his head cool thank you Charity. Hi. Hi. What's up? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Do you um, want to just, like, we don't need to belabor the point, but maybe just, like, so what'd you do last night? Drank. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yep. June has been crazy for me. Uh, yeah, it seems like it always is. I've been, I've been teaching a lot, and I've been doing, I've had a couple, handful of shows. I've got more towards the end of the Towards the end of the month, uh, I've been 
literally like biting my fingernails off because I've wanted to listen to this last episode mm. and I we were uh, strongly encouraged not to. Mm-hmm. I stayed away. I stayed away. Nice. I didn't. Yes. I pulled it up once on my Spotify and I was like, I'm an actor. I'll just act like I didn't listen to it. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't. I believe you. Okay. I trust you. Cool. I didn't. Um, but yeah, June's been freaking crazy. I got kittens. I got two kittens. Cute. And what are their names? Maisie and Tucker. Um, yeah, they're. I call them Tucky, and I just think that is so cute. I just cry. They're so stupid, and everything they do is so stupid and cute. And they're the cutest when they're in trouble. You're nice. Yeah. Oh, I love them so much. <laughs> All so, right. Yeah, that's me. Sweetness. Same question, Ornella. If there was a statue erected in her honor depicting her at. I guess what would an artist want and what would she want represented as her chiseled out of stone, marble, or clay? So, Ornella, it would be, she would be posing in a very uh, noble way. Which is? Uh, I like, I, I can't tell if she would be like sitting in something or... Ooh. um. But I don't. I don't think so because I want her weapon to be prominent too. Mm-hmm. Um, no house symbol at all. No nothing on on her at, at all. But but very uh, like reminiscent of her past. Mm-hmm. Um. God, this is hard. I know. That's why I chose it. I I like it. Yeah, <laughs> making my brain wake up. I think that she would be standing. Mm-hmm. And uh, with her feet like like shoulder width apart, like very like chest like, like military up. like at yeah. full attention. Yep. Full attention. Yeah. Um, and I and I, I think that her great axe would be she would be using it almost like a cane, like like leaning on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like out in front of her a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like sort of like stone stone face, not like an angry face or like a mean face. Stoic, but just like yeah, yeah very mm. uh, chin tipped up just a little bit. Looking out Looking to the out. horizon for better futures. Yeah, yeah. To Rad. The, to the middle distance. <laughs> cool. Yeah. You say that all the time in this, in this podcast. I know. I just, well, I think it's, well, it's my, uh, I just think everything is cool yeah. and I think you guys are cool. So that's the only word that applies. Middle distance. Oh, Tim and Tim, cool. Tim. Oh, what? <laughs> Were you sleeping? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll get closer. No, it's okay. Uh, Tim, what have you been up to? I also drank. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. I about lost my voice last night. I was yeah. yelling over the music. And... Yeah. My voice is pretty scratchy today. Scritch, so scritch. I apologize. Perfect. Well, uh, Tim. Yes. Uh, same question to you. Uh, what would uh, if Harbeck was cut out of stone, presented as a statue, uh, and you don't have to give too much away that indicates from episode eleven, but also these guys are going to find out yeah. before too long anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Um, I think Harbeck would be like one half made out of like gray stone, and then like at a diagonal. Um, the the other half would be made out of like some kind of copper or bright metal, oh, cool. and in the middle would be like blue glass separating the two layers, and this kind of jagged arc going down the middle. And he'd be holding a acorn in one hand and a figurine in the other. 
rad. Fuck, that was so cool. Yeah, right? I'm an artist. I, I want that <laughs> I in do my house. Very nice. Go to our website and go to the shop. We have a $7,000 Harbeck statue <laughs> that's 10 feet tall. Please we don't have it. shirts or stickers. We just have thousands <laughs> <of dollars laughs> worth of statues. We took all the Indiegogo money. Right. <laughs> just bought a bunch of... Thanks, guys. Oh, that's great. All right. Well, All that's right. that's what everybody's been doing, and we're going to turn it over to our narrator for the preamble and then get right into the episode. Don't go anywhere. Fuck yeah. Which is a greater sin, I wonder? To fight against implacable death and lose, or to die knowing you couldn't win? Personal journal injury number 987, Varentor. The Southern Territories proved to be a foreign place to Cadre 11A. Ornella Harbick and Orzok learned that the way to save Devori was through collecting a plant called Skyleaf and a creature called a Grit Serpent. Combined, they make a potion that could cure the poison flowing through the man's body. Seeking out Skyleaf presented a tall spire guarded by none other than Azakir, the ancient spine hunter. It was a tense battle that saw the near death of the apex predator at the hands of Ornella and Orzok. Harbeck, sensing a presence in the creature, came to its aid, healing it from a mortal blow. It was then that Harbeck felt something. He needed to stay. Something in the creature's eye, something between his holy symbol and the ancient predator begged him to remain. So he did. He told Orzok and Ornella goodbye and that he would stay with the Great Spine Hunter for now. Wounded and missing a long-time friend, the journey back to the camp was tense. Upon their return, Devori was administered the potion and saved from the hunter's toxin, but it would take days for the young man to fully recover. So the two slept. That evening, Stories of battles were told, and songs of family were sung. Ozark and Ornella had proved themselves formidable warriors and had given their surplus Skyleaf to the clan as a token of good faith. The fire was great, and the mood was of joy and celebration. The Scale Mother, leader of the Barbundi, took Ornella into the sacred nest, a building full of snakes who have the entire clan's history tattooed on their scaly skin, which made as the backdrop for this meeting. As she put it, the snakes keep you honest. Eh, I'm not really a fan of snakes myself, but I guess to each their own, just saying. Um, Onella stated her case, imploring the Scale Mother to see that something evil lurks in the north. That something corrupt has taken root there and it will destroy everything. Not just her people, but all people. The Scale Mother agreed. Having also seen visions of a world death, advised by her Akish that action must be taken against whatever threat lies in Alao. She confided in Onella that something absolutely must be done and that she will do what she can but it is for the Barboondi, not for the North. We now see Ornella and Orzok outside the Akish's tent. Devori should be waking up completely soon. Their faces creased with concern for their friend. Orzok, Ornella, 
you find yourselves in front of the tent, the uh, Aakish tent that uh, Davery is recovering in. Uh, the speaker tells you that he should be waking up any moment now. He's been asleep for several days. Will he know what happened? His memory will be cloudy, but he... Yes, he should retain most of his memory, yes. Will it hurt? Uh, you should just be careful with him when he wakes up. He will likely be very confused. The poison has very powerful psychoactive properties. All right. I will uh, leave you to him then. And the speaker uh, uh, moves to the side of you, walks around you, and heads deeper into the Barabundi camp, leaving you two alone in front of the tent. I think that uh, I think that you should probably be the first thing that he sees when he wakes up. Not my ugly face amongst this strange environment. Uh, okay. I, yeah, I've, this is all very new to me. I, I'm still trying to process all of this myself. I've never actually seen anybody survive one of these attacks. This is pretty impressive. You should tell him that. I think that would mean a lot to him. I nod my head and I kind of kind of part the opening of the tent and I kind of just like in an almost mocking northerly fashion kind of slightly <laughs> bow. Slightly. Yeah. After you, After you, lady. Little yeah. <laughs> I go inside the tent okay. and sit um, uh, actually I want to like lay next to him like I had before mm -hmm. uh, and just hang out. Mm -hmm. I want to read a piece of my mom's journal while I wait. Nice. Roll a d20 for me, dog. Dog. While she's rolling, mm -hmm. I'm going to basically kind of pin the t the flap of the tent open so one half is open and I pull out like a just a kind of like a, a, these like quick folding chair kind of things, mm -hmm. put it down, I just kind of sit in the entryway and I'm looking out at the camp. All right. I rolled an 8. Nice. Um Summer, year five. I took the horse. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I forgot that I wrote this. Oh. <laughs> I took the horse Chowdown out for a ride today. She's a beautiful animal, and I really enjoy our time outside the city together. I know she won't be, but I hope she's around forever. Just a really, really good day. Oh, that is sweet. Cool. Uh, you... Uh, uh, lying there, you you hear Davery cough loudly, and he you hear him, you see him sit up straight, and his hair is uh, it's like that greasy unwashed. Well, maybe he, I guess the speaker and you guys have probably been taking care of him, so maybe he's not that disgusting. But uh, yeah. he's he looks rattled, and he sits up straight, and is immediately looking around the room, panicked. Hey, hey, look at me. Uh, no, get, 
back. Get away from me. Davery. You lie. You're a liar. You're not Ornella. I, s I saw what happened. You can't be her. What are you talking about? And Look he, at me. He, like, goes and touches your face. What's wrong with you? It's you. I... What did you see? The spine hunter. And he goes and he, like, touches uh, his shoulder where the stitched wound, the, the wound has, uh, is about halfway through healing. It's still a little scabby, but you can see pink scar tissue built up on his shoulder. And he goes and touches around where the, the, uh, wound was. Be careful. Uh, what? Just one second. And he, you see him just uh, with his eyes open. He's staring at the, he's staring straight ahead. And you watch as his, he's just, he's just staring. His thoughts, it looks to, his thoughts look to be racing. He's, um, he looks, then he looks at you after like a few moments of just, oh, what the fuck? Sorry. Um, you don't have to apologize. I'm the one who should be apologizing. I, it felt so real. What did? I saw... I've been dreaming. How long have I been asleep? A few days. Where's Orzhok? He's outside. Bring him in here. Okay. I uh, just, like, poke my head out the tent flap. And then he looks around in Harbeck? We'll get to that, okay? Oh, God. No, he's okay. I, I mean, he's not here, but he's Harbeck. He's fine. He's not gone? No. We're all, we're all here. Orzok, do you enter the tent at her, her beckoning? I do. I do. <clears throat> Orzok, well, look at here. You, you see the his soldiers his, return. He's just like covered in sweat. His eyes are are sunken. Like looks like someone who has not slept a wink. Uh, but he's, I mean, you know, he's been out for I several days. Catch Orzok um, before he gets like too close. I like put a, a hand on his chest. He's he's really out of it. Is this normal? I don't know. He has been lying on this table for days, but he's acting like he's seen something. Mm. And I step out from in front of him and let him approach. He uh, pushes himself all the way sitting upright on the table, and you can see he's um, taking his hands and working his muscles, um, maybe working out cramps or something, just kneading his uh, forearms and um, pulling at his hands. He turns... And looks to you both in the eyes. Doesn't say anything. Just makes very long eye contact with each of you. Very specifically. It was the three of us. We were cut up. Bloody. Tired. Like. Like. Like we'd just been in some kind of battle. I can remember feeling so tired. I'd never felt so tired before. We were standing inside the palace. I remember that. It was 
the chapel of making. Oh my god. I saw the stained glass. I remember it. I remember I remember the stained glass. From the formless story. He looks at you, Orzok, not seeing like the what we believe what made us. Mm. Our story. We were the gods, the two gods gave form and soul and combined them into one. The formless story is what they called it. I remember we were there with all that glass looking at us. I saw the altar with the scepter of making. It's like I was there. I could smell it. I've been there before. I went there as a kid. I, uh, walk over and I take a cloth out of a bowl and I just wring it out and I put it on his forehead. He like he, he kind of jerks away a little bit as I, you approach. I grab him kind of forcefully and I kind of hold him with the hand on my hand on his back and I put it on his forehead and I said and I kind of wipe it a couple of things slow slow down. You feel his heart racing in his chest. You you've survived something I have never seen anyone survive. Really? Really? Yes. Wow. Um, Davery, tell but, us more about. Uh, I look at and I kind of look at at like Ornella for a second and give her a look of like. He, we just need to give him some time. No, I need to tell you this. Well, just, and I kind of like I kind of. I, I take this and clean your face with it. He Gather your thoughts. If this is truly that important, make sure you're saying what you want to say. <sighs> okay. Okay. We were in the palace. Yes, yes. The chapel. The chapel of making. I remember specifically. I remember we were there. I don't remember why we were there. No, Harbeck? He just shakes his head no. What else? I glanced up. To look at the ceiling, expecting to see the fresco of the gods. But there was no ceiling. It was gone. It was replaced by a by the sun. But it was it was huge. It was so big it took up the whole sky. And it was red. It colored everything red. I remember turning my head to look at you. Ornella, it all felt so strange. I said, I said, where is he? Where is Toyd? You and Orzok didn't look right. You just, you just stared ahead, looking at the stained glass, and then I saw him. He stepped out of the glass, forming from the panels into the shape of a man. His body was milky white, partially translucent. His head turned to us with big, Sunken, pitted eyes. It smiled at us. It, like it wanted us there. And then I saw it change. He turned into my brother. He's dead. But I saw him. He was there. I felt him. I knew it was him, but I knew it wasn't him. I... He starts, his breathing starts getting more rapid. 
I recognized him. And he said it was okay. And then he just immediately, uh, you see his eyes start to well up with tears and he goes to, to wipe away his at his face. You and Orsak, you killed him. I saw it. Killed who? My brother. He was standing there. I know it was him. I could feel it. But something was wrong. It, something was possessing him, making him say those things, do those things. And I just stood there. I was... I was too afraid. And then I woke up. <sighs> and then he vomits. <laughs> I as as he's doing that, I look at I actually kind of pull her to the side of the tent. This is not normal. It's it's a uh, uh, a vision, uh, uh, a dream. It's, we've, it's. I've had one. Harbeck's had them. I told you uh, when I when I woke up and I was at home and and I heard my father arguing with someone and I. Right. That's what it is. How? So. I haven't had one. I feel. Uh, what well, I wonder if the. Poison from Azakir made it more powerful. Heightened it. This is. We need to speak. We need to bring the. Uh, the speaker. The speaker, and have him see if he can interpret these visions. I don't think it will help. Or help him in a way that I can't. I. I wonder, I, and I look over at him as he's kind of retching and kind of shaking, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to help him. Harbeck would. Yes, he would. Harbeck would know. That's. It's everything's okay. Everything's everything's going to be fine. I it it will just. Everything. I need. I need to. And I step out of the tent. Davery uh, wipes the the vomit from his mouth. Well, actually, uncharacteristically, I go over and I start cleaning this human up. I think, uh, like, I kind of uh, just roll him down and lay him on his back, and I give him back that towel that I gave him. I mm-hmm. said, just. Cover your eyes, put this on your forehead, relax. And I start fucking cleaning up after him. What do we, uh, where Where do you go, Ornella? I want to go, um, like, out the way that we, the three of us, went out when we first went out to get the, like, ingredients. Like, mm-hmm. we went out, like, the front. Like that chasm? Area. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just want to go out and just like look. There's like a small, there's a small creek that runs, um, that kind of separates like the main body of the camp with these rocky hills and chasms that work their way into the actual badlands themselves. Yeah, 
I I want to try to get some like get height somewhere and look. I, I'm trying like I'm looking for hardback is what I'm trying to do. Just like mm-hmm. looking out where we were and just trying to see like anything. So you you go you uh, uh, there's a you know because the the Baraboonda use that elevation to scout and and watch for spine hunters that might make their way too close to the camp. Mm-hmm. So there are ladders and. Uh, climbing implements set up yeah. so that you don't have to like literally hand over fist rock climb. Right. Um, you find some elevation to yourself and look out across the uh, the southern territories. Look out to the Kalak, as they call it, and you see the tall black spines of the um, the the ferrous iron spines in the region. Mm-hmm. You see the heat waves from the desert distort and change the landscape around you. Clear blue skies, no clouds, yeah. and the bright yellow sun overhead. In this moment of quiet, I, I kind of look up at the sky and how clear and, and how it just seems so much bigger here than it ever felt in a lull. And I just kind of like glance at the sun and shake my head and and look out and see in in like a so almost a desperate attempt of like just trying to see if i can f- see you know mm-hmm. a three and a half foot tall harbeck <laughs> just like <laughs> yeah somewhere out there you are standing out watching and you don't hear the person approach but you you catch their voice first all right it's ortic Are you all right? Yes. How is your friend? He's tired and weak, but he's still Davery. This is good. Few Barabundi have... No Barabundi have survived such a blow from such an ancient creature like that before. He is strong. This is good. We will need strength in the coming months, I think. Of course. What did the scale mother tell you in the nest? If I told you, I'd have to kill you. He laughs. Very good. Good. You, uh, he, you, he said, you, you, and he stops himself. Uh, You're not like the others. This is good. And it is now very apparent why Orzok stuck with you. Stuck is probably a good way to describe that. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to tell me, and he holds his, uh, like, uh, amputated, um, <laughs> gnarled, like semi peg leg flapper thing up. And, uh, flapper thing. yeah, flapper thing. <laughs> it's the technical word for yeah. it. Um, Barabundi approved. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, he is all that I have uh, as, as kin. My, my mother being the scale mother, it's, not my place to be hers anymore. 
But Orzak, seeing him again, I owe you and your much shorter friend a great debt. I will do whatever is needed to protect him. Thank you. I, I'm not much for keeping track of who owes what, but <laughs> I'm sure it's all going to come out even here in the end. The scale father Bashruni, uh, many generations ago, says that nature has a way of balancing things. And this has played out for as long as we have been. So yes, I think so. I will uh, leave you to the sky. And he turns to walk away. I'm... I'm coming with you. I'm I'm ready to go back now. Very well. He continues walking and we kind of fade on that scene. Uh Orzak, you're cleaning up Davery's uh yak, yakety yaks and his ick. His ick. Um he's he says uh Orzak Did I, did I do something wrong? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I know. I just let me can I can I tell you something yeah if you were to get up on your feet right now and walk out this door with me and walk the paths between the tents here you would see people that are weaving clothes you would see people that are grounding the corn into a flower to make bread and things to feed the tribe. You would see people that are have their hands full of grains up to the mouths of the of the pack animals. You would see young braves and warriors learning how to shoot bows and fight. You would see you would see totem warriors practicing their art and getting in touch with the rage of the beast within. You would see people fishing. You would see these things. Each one of them is doing what they're supposed to be doing. You need to stop pretending who you are. It's okay to be weak. It's okay to say what you are and be who you are. You don't need to be a hero. You could be A dishonest person is untrustworthy. You're alive because I know that you don't lie out of practice, but out of... Fear. Yes. You need to own who you are. If you don't know who you are yet, you'll never be the man you were meant to be. 
Yeah. I am fond of you. You're a good person. You are? I don't respect the things you've done, but I respect your relationship to Ornella, and I've become partial to you. There's an innocence to you that has a cloud of just poor judgment around it. And I've seen it time and again. Yeah. It, you remind me of some of my younger siblings. One of them that isn't here anymore. He made decisions based on his what he wanted to be, not who he was at the time, and he's not here. You became that momentarily, but you were... When I say that no one's ever survived that attack before, I mean it. But no one would ever do that here to save someone who didn't deserve it. The level of... Some here would call it unnecessary, but the level of compassion that the pe your people can bring to our people is something we need. You would have... If it would have happened to a youngling out there foolish enough to be on a rock and get caught by a young spine hunter and killed and died, that's the way it is. Uh, you need to take this second chance and become better. And stop lying. Ornella is totally standing outside the door to this tent and listening to everything that's happening. Awesome. No one under my command is allowed to lie to me. If they're not ready for a fight, we don't fight. Commitment and truth is everything. Don't do anything you're not ready for and be honest about what you're ready for. Stop hiding behind these rules that your people put in front of each other. There's no one here that you need to impress. But when you ask me, have I done something wrong? You have. And then you can spend the rest of your life atoning for it and making it better. That's the beauty of the fact that you're alive. A big uh, big smile crosses his face that he... Uh, you see a, like the crease of his face go, and, he's, and then he, he forces himself to a stern, serious look, and then pushes himself upright. He's a little wobbly for a second and then stands on two feet. Again, still a little wobbly, resets his stance, stands totally straight, looking straight ahead past you, Orzak, and he says, I'm ready to do what it takes. I'm not going to... I'm not going to pretend anymore. I'm not going to ignore who I am. I'm, I'm in it. Everyone finds their place, serves that purpose. And that is what makes something, a society, a group of people successful. People weave. People polish the armor. People cook. All of it is filled with pride and purpose. You will be the man that you're meant to be, but only when you find it. Give yourself inspiration. And if he's standing, mm -hmm. yes. and I understand this about my culture, I kind of forcefully put his arm 
like actually because he can't get it above mine i put yeah. it kind of under my arm and i kind of latch it on and i walk him out of the tent and we're gonna take a stroll through the tent as through the tent city as you uh lock arms with him he he says in a in a quieter voice do you think ornella likes me i just kind of wink awesome <laughs> and yeah so you two exit the tent and then so you're standing there uh hey uh hey sorry about earlier don't be sorry i'm not so are you going to enjoy a nice walk with us and i look at ornella yeah orzok is going to show me around the camp Young man needs this to catch the air, uh, the mid-morning air. Orzok, is, is there somewhere around here where uh, where you could uh, get ink, tat- put on your skin, <laughs> a tattoo? <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Literally everyone here can do it. Um... <laughs> um You can get, yes, you can get, you can get marked. Do you want a mark? All marks are for life. Do you want a mark that will last you through the rest of your lives? I would say go to the tent that you were before and ask. And I kind of, kind of like my eyes kind of widen when I say that meaning. Go to the tent of the serpents. I'll I'll keep that in mind. Let's a a tent of snakes. I didn't say that. Oh, sorry. Okay, this is a yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't say that. All right, that was with the you know like big eyes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I got you. Gotcha. Because you remember those are all snakes that are tattooed tattooed on scales. Yeah. So cool. And your name is probably well. I don't know. We'll see. So uh, you, uh, if you need a, you can accompany us on the way. I'll join you. And I uh, take Davery's like other side, and kind of put my arm around his waist and put his arm around my shoulders. You like, you feel him visibly like uh, uh, he uh, his back goes a little more straight as you put your arm around him. And he, you see him exchange a look with Orzok, and he smiles a little bit, and then totally pushes that down, and is like, "Okay, <clears throat> right." So as we're walking, we're um, you know, we're walking. I'm kind of taking him. There's two purposes: yep. get him out, getting some, get him some air. Yep. I mean, if anybody's ever been sick for more than three days in one room, it Dude. turns into a prison. Get him out and get some air. And then second to that is, you know, trying to get him to see how every single person is vital in this camp. The camp does not exist without them. So this idea that one person has to be a great hero, one doesn't, you know, just Mm -hmm. kind of trying to show, you know, I'm not (laughs) on the Father's Day theme, teaching a lesson without being forceful. Wow, this is sort of beautiful that this is happening by yeah, yeah it's, on Father's it's cathartic Day? for me uh second to that is though as we're walking <laughs> i keep calling him as a cure bane Ooh. 
a cool the one that Asakir couldn't kill. And I'm just saying this as we're going. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I understand the the power of you know since we're an oral tradition for the most part, mm-hmm. putting a name to something. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. Walking around the camp. I mean, yeah, uh, I don't know how much you want to... Well, we'll just do that until everybody's kind of loose, and then if, you know... Yeah. I don't know that we have anything else to do other than that, except for if you want to get inked. So uh, there's. we'll do one quick scene then before okay. that, and we're the you three are walking amongst the tents, and you come across one of the... Uh, uh, it's a... Um, a, a mother and you can see she has a couple of kids with her and she uh one of the kids looks to be what looks to be just uh one of the kids is crying quite loudly and the other kid is looking on as the boy's arm is a little bit broken and the mother is uh, applying first aid to the uh to the uh to the wound and Davery stops and he looks and he's just like watching this. Like you, you three are walking together, and then he just like, you, I don't know if you three, you two stop with him as he, but he just stops moving. I'm sorry, I stopped paying attention. What, no, if, what are I, we looking at? Perfect. So there's a mother <laughs> that's treating a broken arm of a, of of a, a kid. small child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Davery just stops. And yeah, so he's so watching it. Okay. Yeah, um, we'll just kind of, you know, I think at this point we've kind of been going for a little while, and. Um, Everybody, you know, there's some loose conversations and whatnot, and Davery has been kind of more laser-focused. He's, like, trying to walk, you know, but mm-hmm. it's like we're just kind of including him in kind of what mm-hmm. would be normal life. But we're kind of hamming it up, you know, telling him, hey, everybody mm-hmm. come see the man that Azakir couldn't kill, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But then we get there, and he stops, and we stop, and we're still kind of talking mm-hmm. over him, and then all of a sudden notice, like, he's really paying attention, and it gets kind of quiet for a moment. He looks to you, Orzok, and he says, "What? What is that salve that she's putting on the arm?" And you see, uh, she's got like a bowl of some. Anyway, um, that is, uh, and uh, well, there's many parts to it, but it's a, it's a mixture that is uh, anti. I believe the word is antiseptic. Dick. It'll mm-hmm. make sure that if there's a hole in the in the skin, it isn't going to in, get infected. It helps with numbing pain. This is a natural thing. Well, there are. Why do you ask? <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's. And when, he just like trails when, off and when, is just watching it. And I. And I'm in a different language. I ask her to, if and I ask her if she speaks common or northerner. She the the woman um, who's putting the salve on the boy's arm, um, and is uh, she looks up to you and she shakes her head and replies in Barabundi, uh, "No, I don't." Orzak, who taught you this? I don't recall seeing you in the Hela's tents. Uh, she replies. Um, I've just, I just picked it up here and there. Having young ones, you tend to learn how to fix things. <laughs> Indeed. Well, you know, in that language. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look at Davery. Is he still interested? In oh, this? very much so. He's like totally watching this. Would you like to meet the people that could maybe tell you more about this? 
uh, would they want to meet me? Yes. Sorry. Not sorry. Fuck. Yes. I nod at the last yes. Let's go. As we're walking, though, I have a realization. And I, like, we're going and I kind of look. My face darts to Ornella. What's wrong? The woman, um, she asked me to look for her child. And I, like, slump. As we were leaving. Yes, I remember. He went off with some riders and and hasn't come back. Or I went off after riders. I don't remember. I start picking up the pace, like maybe to Davery's discomfort. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. He doesn't complain. Okay, he trudges onward. So we we will take him to the tent. Where a he can be looked after, and then maybe ask questions. And I'll yep. So this, I think our healing in this culture is very much tied to also the seek the the seekers or the speakers. The speakers, excuse mm-hmm. me. Um. So I don't remember the name of this the other speaker because, of course, that's no, it's okay. My well, prerogative. No, we'll woman? we'll yes. yeah, we'll get we'll get the anyway. audience and everyone up to speed. Thank you. The uh, speaker Aakish is like the main shaman, right. but there is the Tak Aakish, which is sort of like his second or third. Um, those that would study under him, it would be like a lifelong service, and it would be the expectation that when he passes, the most senior Tak Aakish would become the next speaker, like an apprentice. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Very okay, much so. Cool. Um, and Kotaba Mizil is the uh, woman who is an archer who served, um, right. got wounded, and then became the Tak yes. Thank you. Yep. So the intent is we'll take him to the the speaker tent. Mm-hmm. And it's, it sort of smells like barf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, you a lot of vomits. more of a excuse to throw up. You're welcome. Today. <laughs> Hashtag hangover city. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having a good time. I'm hanging in there. And we get to the tent. And uh, is anybody... I'm sure they're all busy at work, right? Yeah. I mean, everyone's... Leisure is like something that you do at the end of the day. That's when the, the, the fire is when people... Uh, is their leisure time right but during the day people are working for the for the community so do i see either one of the uh, akish or the takish yeah yeah um you would you would see both of them they would have come back by now because you've been walking around and the uh, akish is the speaker that has been at davery's tent correct day in and day out correct so and uh, akish and he uh turns to you says you should be very proud of your work my God, <laughs> he walks. He journeyed with us through the through the camp. Incredible. Can I ask you a favor? Is and just and uh, then as I do that, I go. I kind of start walking away and like leaving, leaving Ornella to basically just shoulder fucking Davery's. Like <laughs> now, the reality of if he could walk or not might settle. Yep. But yeah, I just start walking towards the Akish. Um. Yes. What? What? What is it? And I and I kind of stand, you know, reverently, but also like kind of waiting to see if he's finishing up doing some work. Mm-hmm. 
they're they're brewing uh, and creating salves, and um, they're making uh, all that sweet, fresh sky leaf mortar brought. mortar pestle. Yeah, right. making tons of cool medicines and stuff. Uh, <clears throat> you must have made quite the impression. This young man wishes to learn the ways of this, or at least ask questions and maybe see. <laughs> uh, roll a persuasion for me. Well, I don't have that, but I'll flex my chest. Well, I guess tell me what you want to roll to try to convince him. No, I mean, it's um, I'm not trying to convince him. I'm starting a conversation at this point. Okay. I'm not... Not one and done in it here. Okay. Um, and I look at the uh, quiche and I say, we've never... S- you won't be thanked by the scale mother. You won't be thanked by anyone. But what you've done is a, not a miracle. You took You took your practices to a level that no one has ever understood. What you did was truly amazing. I know what it is if someone is taken by a spine hunter. They don't come back. But we also, as a culture, don't want them to come back. And you understand what I'm saying? I do. That is a choice of nature. They made a mistake, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. This is a teaching moment for us. We are seeing that good can come from somebody, something that's tragic. This one, he's been through this experience. He burps. <laughs> Davery? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, not the speaker. Davery burps. <laughs> he, he's a man. He's a, he is a man trying to find his purpose. He is fascinated. We we saw a woman fixing a a broken a child's broken arm, and he, he's interested. And it doesn't hurt us for him to be here to learn, but also you can monitor him and see if anything is happening that could be bad. And frankly, I have something I need to deal with. Sounds pretty hard. Like you're trying to persuade him. I'll give you an advantage <laughs> on persuade for me, Orzak. <laughs> Because he, 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 this whole time he's just quietly listening to you, nodding his Fine. head, not really Fine. giving in to. No, that's good. Um, 16? His brow furrows and looks to you, Orzak. I want to. I want to be clear, Orzak, that while the clan is grateful for your return, that. There are many who see the Northerners that you've brought here as dangerous. Let me... But I see... Visibly getting angry. (laughs) But I know that they are not. So I will... I will compromise you... I will compromise with you on this. Let him at least be in a place where he could be of some use or learn something and out of the way. If I need to be blunt, as our culture likes to be. The amount but of- I will say that none of you have ever... If anyone has a reason to hate the Northerners, it's me. 
And I'm the one who brought him here. Davery and I judge kind of, through like, me. Are uncomfortable. Are you speaking? Is this conversation no, happening in straight common? Straight up, No, in common. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He. Uh, well, I've reverted to being angry in Northerner. <laughs> no, I mean. Mm-hmm. Because that was the common tongue inside the prison. Mm-hmm. You had all these different people in there, so it was like the trading language that was the... Mm-hmm. Totally makes sense. Yep. He... I will allow him to accompany one of my tak Akish. You have, out of the goodness and out of the goodness of her heart, brought back... Enough Skyleaf to take care of our people for many seasons now. And for this, we are grateful because our people are many things. We are. I am grateful for this bounty that you have brought to us and so selflessly given up. You're incredibly generous and wise. And I bow. But I am going to keep him close, and I am going to keep him hidden. I don't want. I don't want the. I just don't want people to get the wrong idea who may not have the full story. Who who may have missed tales set at the fire, who may whisper things and create discord. I will keep him close. I will keep him in the tent, and I will keep him busy. There is so much skyleaf here that we need to. That we need to put the cauldron out back and put him to work. He wants to earn his place, and I think that's a good start. And I will not treat him different just because of... You should not. And I look at him, and you should not, and I look at Davery. He he stands up a little straighter, uh, 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 clenches his hands, his fists, and he nods his head vigorously up and down, yes. You. Let's be done with this. Come here. And uh, Davery takes his arm off of your shoulder, Ornella, and you feel like when he, he takes his arm off and puts it down that like his hands just kind of touch your hands and he recoils like just, uh, whoops, didn't want to do that. And he kind of awkwardly, or did. right, awkwardly walks over to the, um, walks over to the speaker and says, I will do whatever it is that you need me to do without complaint or question. And looks to Orzok and then looks back at the speaker. The speaker says, good. Then come with me and I will put you to work this way. And he uh, reaches out a hand and puts it on the boy's shoulder and kind of pushes him ahead of him to lead him uh, back behind the speaker's tent where there's uh, several, there's a couple cook fires gathered, and you can see a couple of the Taka'akish uh, working there, sitting on stones um, you, with mortar and pestle pounding stuff. They've got big barrels and sifters of things, and uh, he takes Davery back there. Um, it's uh, time for a break, or...? Uh, we we got we got a little bit of time. Okay. We got probably like ten more minutes. I think okay. we could do like one more scene. Okay. As I 
What do you, can you tell me what's going on with Ornella? What what does she look like? Like trying to judge a person from trying to judge a book from the cover. <laughs> I would like to judge you. I would like to judge Tell me you. on what basis I can judge you. The, uh a lot just happened. Um she uh I have purposely kind of stayed quiet about some of these things. She, Ornella is very, uh, she's kind of got like eyes wide open and is just taking in um, all of these interactions, especially the interactions that Orzok has with his people. Mm-hmm. And she's just like keeping a, a mental note. Um, she's also doing something very similar to Davery. I think she's kind of. Uh, she wants to take care of him really bad. She wants to... There's, like, this maternal thing that uh, is, like, on the on the verge, but I, Ornella doesn't want to be his mother. <laughs> um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's... That's, mm-hmm. that's a very charity the person thing that's <laughs> happening right now. Uh, <laughs> um, so... But... But Ornella is also very, she's still, like, pissed and and, and impatient with people not understanding that, like, she doesn't want to hurt you and that she's not here to fuck up your shit. She's just trying to make it different. Just a person. And I'm trying to help. And I know that bad things are happening. But So, like, this whole conversation where you were in, like, I, you know, you were like, and then the Akish saying, you know, like, I'll help him, but not, but because I'm doing it out of the goodness of my own heart, not because, right. you know, I'm not accepting it, but I'll do it. Mm-hmm. That's troubling for her. That is All right. something she has never. So you have kind of a furrowed through. brow. Yeah. And I can see kind of a confliction inside of you. Yeah. You can like smell it and, on me. Yeah. And I, I'm constantly s- the smelling. <laughs> Last smell. These are my conflict but farts. They weren't just smells. <laughs> my conflicted farts. Conflict um, pheromones. Do you do you want to uh, say goodbye to him? I mean, we're not I, bad choice of words. Do you want to say? <laughs> yeah, because do we luck? see Ornella's face like wash over with panic for a second? Just her eyes, kind of like what? Maybe she didn't hear everything you had said at first until like say goodbye to him. And they're like, huh? What? Say why? <laughs> What's happening? No, uh, bad, uh, bad choice of words. Um, Davery will be here. It's something for him to do to find a little bit of purpose outside of his tent. I know. I'm. It's fine. I know. I know I, he'll be okay. Can we walk? Can we walk back to where? Where our tent is. Yes. I know this has got to be difficult for you. Yes. I'll just say this. If you were born with me and you were in the same clutch range as the rest of us, you would have been a person under my command or you would i would be under your command you you're you're a warrior of spirit and i kind of do this kind of fist and i i i 
grab this necklace and I kind of hold it out in front of me. And for the first time that you get a chance to see it up close, you see it is a very intricately carved necklace of one of the Takari uh, lizards, mm -hmm. but it's like of their face. And it's like the, this, you know, the, you know how they have this kind of armored scales from underneath. Mm -hmm. And I hold that out and I say, there's only a few of us that truly understand and embrace the nature of, well, nature, the rage and the power that holds itself, and I see it within you. I used to think that you were conflicted and missed, like young and naive, and I feel like you've been holding your true self back. It's probably true. Your culture is a culture of repression. Yes. Not oppression, but repression. Each person holds themselves to some sort of... My grandma... And I, I do my... This is or, uh, Orzak doing an impersonation of an elderly northerner. <laughs> my grandmother told me that if you don't pull the chair out for her, you're not a good boy. <laughs> Hell yeah. In my culture, if grandmother cannot pull out the chair for herself, she finds a way to do it for herself. And I respect... What I've learned is the chivalry of your world. It's okay to help a helpless person. Yes. But I also respect the truth of if you can't do it yourself, it's not worth your time and you're not worth the tr The tribe survives on everyone doing the job to the best they can. And I've watched you... For months now, repressed. You just... need to ignite your fire. All right. Rage becomes you. Your father is a piece of fucking filth. And you need to take that and become... A lance of destruction. We focus all the things that have happened to us into our, mo our totem. And we become something that doesn't exist until that moment. You don't live in the past anymore. Live in the now and live in the future. You need become fire well and I'm just kind of like stalking back and left you know to and fro I think that I need to decide what and, and who I become and that Where's that gotten you now? You've been fucking faking it for years. 
I don't... I, I know. I, I know. I... But it's... <laughs> It's not as easy as it sounds. You, you, you were lit. You were pushed into a garbage heap to die alone. No one gave a. No one gives a shit. That's not true. That's not true. I, I, I. If. Harbeck. Harbeck found me and 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 he chose me even though he he knew who I was and, and where I had come from and 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 my father I mean or as that crosses his arms and looks at her I'm not defending him I'm just good after, I mean, I, I caused him and our family, our name, I, I... What? I... So much trouble. And I'm not apologizing, and I'm not... Like I said... You I'm, cost him? Of course I did. You have no idea the kinds of things that... The, 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 the mischief and, 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 the, and, the, and the... What is your name? Ornella. What else is there? There's another part to it, but I haven't decided if that's what I want or not yet. I can't just make decisions like this right now. I'm working on it. I'm terrified of what happens to me in moments like with the spine hunter mm. it fills me with this i can't describe it but it's it's scary I don't know if that's who I want to become. So, for now, I'm taking it day by day. And I'm... That's what I recognize in you. I walk up... The people that are trained like I am, they're not... Training is a bad word. The people that are gifted like I am walk a balance between explosion and contraction. You are walking that line. And it's not a primeval or a primitive feeling. For you, it's a cultural feeling. You have to be this person to be this, to be this, There's to be no that. There's no one like you where I'm from. I, Everybody is the same everywhere. I mean, all of the skills that I have, I had to learn them on my own. That's a shame. Your parents should have taught you better. <laughs> I wasn't raised by my parents. 
I was raised by well, nannies. That's and the most fucking unforgivable thing I would ever hear. Welcome to my life, Orzok. Next time you question something that I do, think about that. And think about the way that I was raised and how I grew up. But you know what? Shit will get off the pot. Are you really telling me that right now? <laughs> I Look am. Look at where we are. What I am telling you is you were already raised. That's water so far under the bridge that it's not even, it's not a concern for the farmers of this season. What I'm saying to you is, yes, it fucking pisses you off that your parents mistreated you. It fucking pisses you off that your fucking father is a piece of shit. Yes, it fucking pisses you off that you've been framed for a murder you didn't commit. What I'm saying is it fucking pisses you off you were placed in a prison that you could not escape from until you met me. And so you want me to turn to violence and anger? I just want you to fucking figure out who you are. Okay. Because you're not getting there right now. And you know what? The shit's going to hit the fan. I'm there are no fans in this world. I understand that. It's a tech problem. <laughs> the shit is going to hit the fucking feathers. Whatever. <laughs> it's going to get worse before it gets better. I am acutely aware of how hard shit is going to hit the feathers. <laughs> I'm sorry. And it, I'm so this whole time I've been pacing, mm -hmm. and like maybe even visually, like these hairs have been coming more out of my back, and like even getting heart, like the chest is. I I don't know how. Like you'd have to study it with a microscope, but my physicality of my body has been sort of changing, and I'm and I look at her and I see this, and I'm kind of lording over her, and I just kind of stop. I'm sorry. Why do you get so angry with me? I'm not angry with you. I am angry. Well, I don't deserve to be talked to like this. I know you don't. And I look at her and I actually, I take her hand and I forcefully grab it up and I put my other hand on top of it, top of it and I say, I'm sorry. This, I'm sorry. And then I say, I have somebody I let down and I need to go. There's a child that needs our help. I think, I don't know. I, and I just kind of start walking. And I think with that, we're going to take our first break. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're going to be right back with part two of episode 12. We'll be right back. Boop, boop, boop. 